Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Tuesday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. At Cuse Militia on the socials, go there. Join the militia. The orange basketball squad barely gets by Richmond in overtime, 74-71 to in the Empire Classic last night. Like I said on Twitter, it's too early, much too early for these types of games. And I just, I'm not ready to handle such a thing. And I don't expect to have to handle such a thing this early in the season. But nonetheless, you'll hear from us. Oh, come on. We'll hear from you and fan feedback live on the Spotify app and on Facebook for that segment. And Syracuse football will hit the road to take on Boston College this Saturday at 7.30. Another primetime game for the Orange. That's, That's awesome. Uh, we get another primetime game. I think I love it. You know I love the prime times, Joe. Uh, we'll let yeah. you know what we think about all of that. Again, the Facebook thing has been tested, and uh, I believe it works, but we will find out for sure. <sighs> and I'm learning all of this as I go. So, uh, look, a couple things. The Spotify Live app. If you're not in there, get in there. Download the damn thing. Sign up. Use Get an email address, username, and a password. Sign up. Follow us at Cuse Militia. Sign up for notifications so you know when we go live in there, and you can get in there. That's real time. There's no delay. Facebook Live has got about a 10-second delay. So, um, you know, in, in one you can talk to us in, and the other one you can't. So, uh, but there are fan chats in both, and it just a heads up, be very difficult to monitor both, but we will try because that's what we do. Also, um, oh, reviews. Got a couple reviews. Really appreciate those. Really, really do. And uh, anybody listens on Apple iTunes, we're, I'm, trying to get, I'm trying to get to 100 reviews, okay? They're not all going to be five stars, but if you think we deserve a five-star review, please go there, hit the five stars, tell us what you think. Even if you hate it, hit the five stars, and then you can cuss us out in the review. That's fine. Okay, the five stars is all that matters, all right? And we appreciate all of you that do that. So, last night, a, a tough win against a decent Richmond squad. And I guess it is kind of, um, it's kind of what we are to expect, I think. And um, we'll see what happens tonight. We're not going to preview tonight's game, but we will see. Uh, but let's hear what Coach had to say immediately following the game. You know, it was really, a, a really. By the way, the buzzing, that is their setup, not ours. Just uh, thought I'd clarify. 
tough game. Um, I thought that uh, we did a lot of good things, um, but it's, uh, you know, our forwards are still not looking and seeing where the shooters are and they're standing there. So, you know, we've got to defend that. When we defend that line, they didn't have anything, but we didn't defend it. You know, Benny and Chris both gave up like four threes that they were really in trouble in the possession. We can't do that. I think the good news is we needed to get a stop at the end of regulation, and we got it. And then the overtime, you know, two freshmen made the first two buckets. And uh, our defense was, was good in the overtime. But we, we need, you know, we're young. We, we got a lot of work to do. Um, we got a, lot, a long way to go. And this was a good step, a really tough game. And obviously, at the end, they had the edge, and we were able to overcome it and get into overtime and win. So a you know, good win, but there's a lot we can learn from it. And uh, hopefully we, we will be able to. When your two starting forwards get four rebounds, you shouldn't win the game. They have to rebound. They're both scorers. They think about scoring. They need to think about defense and rebounding, period. You know, Joe had a great first half, and then he tried too much in the second half. He's got to figure the balance out. And when he gets good shots, he makes them. His second half, he, he did have two or three good ones he missed. You're going to miss. But then he took a couple he shouldn't. And in some of those situations, both you and him get in the lane, and Jesse's got to be found. We have to find Jesse. Jesse has to move better, but we have to find Jesse down there. And, you know, he was a presence on defense in the second half. I think, you know, five or six blocks. That was a big difference in the game. But uh, it's a great game to get a win in. Uh, but there's just too many bad things out there that we're going to have to work on and correct. You said the defense to begin the game wasn't great. What improved in the defense as that game went on to get those crucial stops? You know, they were really patient, and it's it's really difficult to play defense for 30 seconds, and they make you do that. Uh, but other than there was three or four obvious plays where Chris should have come up, Benny should have come up, and they got four threes out of it. If they, we had taken that away, it would have been a really good defensive effort. But we didn't. We didn't take it. Coach, what does a win like this with your freshmen playing so well down the stretch do for their development here early in the season? You know, we, we have so much to do to get better that it's, it's, there's a, it's a long, long list. So we got a lot of work to do, and we're happy to win, but it was not a good game for us. You can't get beat on the boards like that. And uh, you can't leave people open shooting threes when you're there. It's one thing, like Colgate did such a good job. They had open threes. We, this team, we were there, and we didn't contest the shot. You got, there's one thing being there, and the other thing is contesting the shot. And we didn't contest the shot, period. All right, Joe, let's start at the top of this thing. Um, tough win, as I mentioned earlier, tough game in general. Benny and Chris um, doesn't seem to to me that they're doing what coach wants them to do. Four rebounds between the two of them. Uh, 27 for the team total to 44. And like coach said, you, how do you expect to win when, well, 12 of those 44, let's be honest, came at the last 
uh, offensive possession for <laughs> for Richmond. So there's that. But uh, no, I think it was five or six anyway. But still, um, still would have crushed us on the boards. And you can't expect to win going forward with with games like that. But to his point, still. Um, kind of hammering on Benny and Chris to get get up there and you know do what they're supposed to be doing defensively before they're looking at shots. Um, with that said, Benny had four steals, and and that's not that's not terrible. I mean, and, right? And um, Bell had eleven points. That's decent. Um, yeah. But to his point, Joe. I mean, how much of this is how much of this is just development? And learning, um, it seems Coach is a little frustrated. He's not happy with with just this win. I feel like he thinks that it should be better. Maybe he understands. I think obviously that, that um, you know this team has a lot to learn, but not. He's not very excited. And if I was to just go off of his body language, uh, I would. I would. It would make me sad. But I'm going off of a little bit of what I see, what I expect. And the potential I see, Joe. Well, I mean, yeah. That so I think the biggest thing is is rebounding. Whenever they're yes. out rebounded like that, and yeah. I mean, twenty offensive rebounds, and we're lucky that they only had nine second chance points. But um, whenever we get out rebounded, he's not happy, and he always seems like he's not always a hundred percent good with with how a game went. And when you look at the numbers, um, you know. You, what kept us in there was athleticism and turnovers. I mean, we had, I mean, 19 stocks with, you know, 10 steals, nine blocks. And sometimes it really doesn't matter. I mean, obviously Judah Mintz with his steal to the dunk, um, that's all him. But sometimes you get steals and blocks based upon the rest of your teammates and the defense that they were playing. And I believe that we held them scoreless or close to scoreless for like the last six minutes, six and a half minutes. Yeah, Our defense really time. stepped up. Yeah. And um, they, they caused and, a lot of shot clock violations just throughout yes. the game in general. Made right. them hold the ball and keep guessing. They were very active. But especially the last seven minutes and overtime. Yeah. Um, overtime like was excellent. Team kind of grow up a yeah. little bit and learn a little bit about you know the zone. And I think that they adjusted well. But I mean realistically you look at it 44 to 27 and we're just lucky that the turnover margin was 18 to six and Joe was just on fire in the first half because with Jesse going out, you know, that kind of hurt our offense. And, um, I think Hema came in, played good defense, but it takes away from our offense and Joe stepped up in a big way. Um, that easily could have been a game that we could have lost. And, uh, to, to Jim's point, you know, you, you rebound better, you play a little bit better defense getting out in those shooters. That should have probably been an easier win, technically. But again, like to your point, it's development, man. It's, you know, you got freshmen out there and then they're trying to figure it out. Um, and I think uh, near the end of the game last night, I think they did. And you saw them kind of take a little bit of a step. And, you know, um, it doesn't mean that there might not be a regression against a different team or whatever, but you saw them. Uh, kind of figure out what a team was doing throughout a game, and they uh, went, you know, listened to the coaches, and they adjusted, and they played really, really good defense to close that out, and um, and to get that W. Um, going into overtime, too, close game coming back. You know, we were down in the second half. Um, that takes some resiliency, and you know, with a young team, you know, coming in and you know winning that game, you know, that's 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 a big win. I believe personally. I, I, I think so. Be and for not for anything for the simple fact that regardless of what Richmond does, um, I feel like that it's had not, to be it's a, not a loss. That, in that conference. Exactly. 
that's that's where I'm at. Like like just a, I don't give a crap how it was done. Uh, I, I'm not deterred by it. I feel like they kind of they kind of were trending towards towards the oh Ken Palm doesn't have his graphic up here. Um, they were they looked like they were kind of trending towards the um to a loss at, towards the end of the game, right? And they kind just of, they just point, right? they just made the stops to be able to take the thing into overtime. And you know. You want to talk about um, real quick just Judah Mintz and you know his performance and he's just been fantastic all year and um, so far in the four games and sixteen points. But he made the one small mistake. Maybe you know you got a better shot. You got a better chance of taking that shot at the end of regulation instead of trying to pass it off. Passes a little lazy and kind of late, but um, nonetheless the effort was there. And nah, it's the good. It's it's the right play. I mean, I obviously some people are going to say, "Well, you didn't get the t- you didn't get the clock off." Like, well, it's easy that, for me to sit here and say you should have shot there, it, right? Yeah, so. no, I, I get it, I get it. I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying, in right. hindsight, it, it's you know, you think, man, the kid could have, would have, should have taken the shot. You know, and it's easy I want for him me to, to make say that pass ten out of ten. Okay, times, yeah, right? well, the pass was late. And it he, was. You're right. It was late. Then, then you know what happens is you know he learns from that the time management type thing. You know, college game. Trying to figure uh, I, it out. I wanted so. to see the shot. I was a little upset about the pass. That's fine. Um, yeah, it is what it is. They pulled it off in overtime. Uh, Joe Gerard goes off in the first half, and uh, he was phenomenal there. And he scores a, a, a career high thirty-one points. And then, you know, the 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 Joe trying too hard type of thing comes into play a little bit, and I understand it, but. Um, Utilize what you got, I think, and when you're when you're not feeling it, and maybe you take a couple bad ones and you miss. I mean, he missed the first three of the second half. Yeah, uh, three pointers, and you know when you're when it, when when you get to that point, you got to say, okay, all right, look, I need to either, I need to regroup a little bit. He finally saw one go down, and he started to kind of pick it up, but he never he never he didn't finish where he started, but. Um, just trying to do too much. I mean, he's got the talent around him. He got to be able to play together, and I think that's yep. why these games are very important. Obviously, to get familiarized with each other and figure out, hey, when I'm not when I'm not as hot as I want to be, what should I do? And I mean, I think it's obvious. Judah Mintz, this kid makes the most difficult things look so easy when he yeah, goes up into the, the lane be, behind. I, I know behind the back. Breaking ankles, going up to the hoop, changing positions in the air, and and, and finishing with the left, I believe, on yep. that one. And yeah. I was just like, "Holy crap!" He just made that look so Everything's easy. Everything's easy, but landing on his feet. I mean, basically, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. with him. So yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm right there with you. Uh, you know, when Joe, when I get when a player like Joe, like first off, I think that fans just got to get over the fact that he's going to be like he's going to take he's, the most shots he, on our he's team. He's the senior right? guy. He's, he's going to take right. the shots. He's going to take the most shots. Yeah. I think that we're going to see his best season playing off guard, shooting guard, um, and there's going to be some bad shots. I mean, we've seen him for three or four years. He's been he's taking bad shots when he wasn't the guy. Um, so there is going to be, but. Um, you're allowed some heat checks, you know, in the first half he was hitting them and then he came up, pulled up you, from pretty deep. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that one. There was a couple where he would, if he would have hit it, that place would have, they would have blown the oh, lid yeah, off the hundred percent. But at the same time as that type of player also needs to know that even though you're hitting, that now that you're hitting and everybody's on you, 
that that's going to make it easier for you to actually get the ball to somebody else to get a better shot. And um, I think that that's really what Beheim's alluding to is just that like you're already making shots. You already got 20 something points just because you missed a shot, just because you missed the first three in the second half doesn't mean that they're going to stop guarding you hard. So you have to understand that use that to your advantage and understand that people are going to leak off their guys to come and try to guard you. Um, and, and you got to, you know, open it up for your teammates to get some easier shots and then that'll vice versa, turn around and make it easier for you. Um, but as far as, as this first half goes, uh, I think the most impressive thing was the fact that he scored 31 points in, you know, he only had four threes, uh, four of 11. First half, first yeah. half, he had 21 points. He only had, what, nine of them from the three-point line. So uh, the impressive part was that he was taking what they were giving him. He was doing backdoor cuts and finishing around the hoop and doing pump fakes and hitting, um, you know, mid-range jumpers and stuff like that. It wasn't just a three ball. So, um Overall, just a great performance by him. I think that just to get in foul trouble, he saved us. And, um, you know, we held on in the second half. Yeah, Monier comes in and, uh, I mean, he, he played some good, he played some good minutes. He wasn't he held it like, on a defense. He, yeah, he held it down on it's defense. I think he had a block or two. He had two. He had two blocks in there and um, a rebound. I mean, of course, you want to see more rebounding, but I mean, back to, Back to Chris, Chris and Benny on the rebounding and, and getting to shooters, man. Yeah, if they could, if they could figure that out, if they could get better at that, and like, and I mean, visibly every game, by the time we get to conference play, it is going to be humming. And I feel, I really feel that. I really feel that. Yeah. That's no, two. I that's, that too. that's two starters that really are behind, uh, you know, de- in developmentally behind in, in what they need to do. And Benny, honestly, I feel like. I hate to. I'm not trying to harp on the dude, but I feel like he should be better at this point in the game in his career at Syracuse. I mean, he so. might just be a little bit too much in his head sometimes. You know, there's I know, that air, I get it. there was that air ball it. where he was right there, and it looked like he could have jammed it home, and he tried to lay it up and missed it, How about and Judas threw his head slams, threw his headband in the in the stands. You know, and I mean, like what Beheim said. You know, when you're young and you come in, um, and you're not the guy. You know, we know who our guys are. It's Jesse Edwards, Judah Mintz, and Joe Girard. Um, if any anything else that we get offensively from people, yeah, I mean, I think that he's expecting Chris Bell to hit some open jumpers, which he did last night. And he played good. You know, I thought he played. He, I, right I thought he night. played good. It was the first game that he really, you know, jumped out. Um, played 34 minutes, so um, he kind of took a little bit of a hold of that number, uh, you know, that three spot and that small forward spot. Um, but if he doesn't continue to you know, get better and plus add some points, then you never know. There's going to open up for possibly some other people, but. Uh, yeah, those guys, they, they need to figure it out, um, and I think they are, but we're still trying to figure out that rotation. Um, but they need to worry about rebounding and playing defense, just like what Jim Beheim said. We got our three main starters, our guys that make us go. Uh, anything that you can contribute is a positive or a plus. And, but if you don't play defense or rebound, then I feel like you're, you're your not lease playing, is going to be not, short. You're not, in, you're not in your role. If you're not doing that, that's what yep. that's what that's what is needed of you. So, a lot mm-hmm. to work on. Like I said, coach, not that impressed. Uh, I, I didn't think it was unimpressive. I thought that I thought defensively it got better as time went on. And in in credit to Jesse Edwards on that last offensive sequence for Richmond. He went, dude. That dude. You want to talk everywhere, about everywhere, bro? And then he, came, he went out and jumped and <laughs> like, freaking went up, block. went after a couple threes, and then came back and volleyball spiked. He was out of bounds layup. at one point. Yeah, he was on he the was Richmond bench. Yeah. So, uh, um, hats off to him. Just tremendous hustle 
and uh, just that whole that whole sequence was just crazy, freaking mind numbing, and uh, just so typical, bro. So typical. Yeah. I would like to see. I would like to see because there. I think that the the one thing that hurt us in the second half was that playing so long without Jesse in the first half, and you had a little bit of a rotation. I thought we played good. We did well. Um, not really worrying about forcing it down, but obviously it was because you know Joe was hitting his shots. Uh, but Jesse, when he sits out, when he gets in foul trouble and he misses that many minutes and then he's sitting for that long and then comes in the second half, it almost felt like Joe was still in his, well, I'm scoring everything mode. And Jesse was kind of like, all right, I'm trying to warm back up. And there was a little bit of a lull of, you know, you know, so I hope, you know, that's one thing that I look for Jesse is to get a little bit more, you know, don't take him so long to get into the game when he's sitting or, you know, and I don't know if that's a mental thing or if that's just a physical yeah, thing. I think it's probably get just, up. A, yeah, getting warmed up, you know, and the, the main thing to, to just cut that right off is just, just don't, don't get yourself in foul trouble early. Well, yeah, I, I mean, mean, that would be nice. It's ultimately the, but, the main but thing, when right? it does happen, inevitably, because it's going, you got to come off the bench hotter than that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, Absolutely. and so just figuring that stuff out, you know, we're still like I said, we're still figuring out roles and, and Jim's still he's going to have conversations with people and his expectations, you know, but a, a W is a W, man. And we saw some we saw some improvement in game improvement. Like I saw that defense get really good against that defense and then they figured them out at the end of the, of, of the game. And it was pretty impressive. Richmond, not a bad squad. I mean, no, at this point in the season, um, pretty, pretty decent squad. And of course, you know, resorting to the three is the typical. Um, that's that's the typical focal point for for most teams. And if they can hit them, then you could be in trouble. Okay, so uh, Syracuse uh, quickly though they will face St. John's tonight. Uh, by the time you listen to this, you already know. So I'm not even going to waste a ton of breath on it. Um, so let's let's transition here, Joe, into Boston College. And I kind of I was I um, wasn't really going to go here at first but i i think because we've mentioned this on the show and there's been a lot of talk about recruiting and things joe that 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 clip i sent you um is a question asked by dan tortora and uh the presser on monday if you didn't listen to the presser um there were some good tidbits in there and um well this was one of them so i'm gonna play it real quick and then we'll discuss not exactly where i would want to be but somewhere in the middle okay I think that this, and I'm going to, to me, this is the gospel truth. What happened to this state with COVID was different than any other state. I mean, I lost coaches because their kids couldn't play high school football here because they, because we stopped high school football. And it's it's not pro or negative. It's just the way we handled that virus compared to everyone else was totally different. And I think it put a pause on everything. We didn't even have a at the time. We didn't even we had a we didn't even have an offensive enough offensive lineman to complete the season. Yet we found a way to complete the season for the university. Okay, and I said that that would pay off for us later on. It wouldn't look good. It wouldn't look good on my record, but it will pay off for Syracuse later on. I still believe that to be the case. Okay, with the injuries we had with the six and zero start, this could have been that big payoff year. But the thing you got to look at is not the negatives, but the positives. Think about all the guys that got hurt. And it's a lot to think about. And all the ones that get an opportunity to come back and they all get an extra year and what that's going to do for this university. So I don't, that's God's will and all the stuff that happens. But 
I think we can turn the negative into a positive, and I think we're right there still on track. A little bit slower, but we're on the right track. All right, so the front end of that. Joe, we talked about this, and I wish I knew what episode it was, but it was probably, if it wasn't a year ago, it could have been two years ago, bro. We talked about or a year and a half ago when we were talking about this stuff and how bad New York handled that whole thing. And not just New York, but the counties. How bad in, 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 in confusing everything was with all of that. When you think about that and you put that into perspective when it comes to recruiting, when it comes to getting fans back at games, or when it comes to coaches, dude, leaving the state because they're, they couldn't, their kids couldn't play football because they shut it down. Holy cow, that is some insight that we have not heard as far as some of that goes. We knew the surface stuff. We talked about it here. We yeah. criticized it, and we got criticized for criticizing it. Of course. And to hear Coach come out and say it after the fact says something to me that that was something he's probably been waiting to be asked that for who knows how long. So he And he was very diplomatic about it, but... If you read between the lines, he's when he says this is string gospel, he's speaking truth, dude. He's speaking no. truth to power right there. He wouldn't bring that up if it wasn't, right? Absolutely. And I mean, you can throw it on top of that that you're talking about a state that, I mean, our college is in that had a whole year or a whole season of high school kids that had to graduate and not play. So that also is hurting recruiting classes. Absolutely. And players Talk and about future depth. players, yeah. right? It's yeah. for the next couple of years because you have kids that can't play and I don't care what you say. I mean, you can't just sit out a year and just practice and lift weights. You got to play those games. You got to go through. You got to get the, the bumps and bruises and play to actually get better. So not only did it hurt everything that he just said, but it actually hurt the recruits in the state, which is, I mean, you know, obviously we rely on getting certain recruits from the state. So, yeah, um, if you know, people can think whatever they want, um, people are allowed to have their own opinions and everything like that. But at the end of the day, um, reality is reality and facts are facts. And, you know, he spoke, he just said, and it's gospel. It's, it's what he saw. It's what he lived. It was his perception of things. And that's what he, that's what, like you said, it's what he saw. I and mean, coaches actually left for this about, stuff. And we presume the same thing about the fans and the attendance that year. And that was the first year they didn't even have fans. Yeah. So, and we spoke about how that would hurt recruiting, recruiting. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, what kind of recruiting visits are you going to when you don't have any fans, when you have other other uh, teams in other states that are still having fans and are still having normal recruiting visits? Um, just overall, you know, that's not something you can't overlook. And um, that's something that, you know, is going to hurt for, for a little while. And to, to his point, it hurt then. And we had to play a lot of younger players. And it still has kind of affected the recruiting class and or the recruiting classes. And I think that we're still kind of... Um, Feeling it. Feeling it. And, um, you know, I'm glad that he finally got a, a chance to express it. I'm sure there's people that are going to, you know, use it as excuses. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's a, it's a real thing. And um, regardless of what your opinions were on COVID and how it was handled, where, when, and how, whatever, there are plenty of people that just didn't want to deal with it or weren't willing to deal with it the way that some fans and some people were. There were, and, there were people in charge who were too scared to follow some of the things that were being done elsewhere, let's just say, to put it mildly, 
because they didn't feel like being under the microscope because politically speaking, it could have it could do them in. No, but there's that, but there's also players that were afraid themselves. I I'm mean, not talking about play, I'm not talking about player. I'm talking about the the people who make the decisions. But I'm not. So I'm not talking about. Well, players I mean, you could say yes, even though people make the decisions. But you know, Abdul Adams and Jarvion Howard, they had decisions. They could have. They could have played. True. And then that's you know, Sean Tucker came out of that. So you know, right. I mean, everything there's for a reason, reason for everything, right? Praise Obviously. God for Sean Tucker. Right. So at the end of the day, there was players too. But you know what happened was those players they wanted to move closer to home. So what happens when you're a D1 school that has less than 10 players on your team that actually are from the actual state that they play in, and now you have this thing come out and people can opt out and stay closer to their family because they're you know afraid of certain things or maybe family members and stuff like that. So now you got players leaving and everything. So all that stuff affects you know, you know, different teams in depending on where they are geographically and how their state handled this or county handled this. But um, to sit here and not be able to, you know, look at that and be able to see that um, that 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 did affect some things. You know, you can't you Big can't time. just you can't say that it didn't, and you can't deny it. You know, all these players or all these fans that they want to blame Babers for this or this, this or that. Um, you know, Babers didn't shut down the state. Babers didn't deal. You know, he wasn't his decision to handle this the way that 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 we did Look, in new york state so. yeah and, and he mentions you know the positives that come out of this you got guys with extra year eligibility he mentioned later in the in the in the presser about uh, a a senior guy coming to him not a senior i don't know but it's a, a a seasoned um a seasoned teammate coming to him and, and saying hey i want to commit for next year and use that so um you know, there's some good things that come out of it. I mean, you look at Jason Beck and Robert and I. I mean, you talk about coaches leaving. I think we got a more conducive coaching staff. I think it's better. I think it's more talented coaching staff. Whether it's a springboard for them to do something bigger or not, it doesn't matter right now. I just think it's. I just think it's. It's more. It's well put together. But on the recruiting yeah, I mean, end of thing, on the recruiting end of things, it freaking squashed it. And what is our biggest problem right now is depth. And we are, we're, I think we're, I think you would be a fool to not think that some of that played a part in what we're dealing with it just in general with the team today. That's all I got to say. But yep. I thought it was, I thought it was poignant and, and well said, said the way coach had laid it out, very diplomatic <laughs> and, and fair. And because he said it and we've talked about it. I felt like it was worth bringing up. Dude, it's it's something that you can't ignore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so yes. I mean that's that's really what it, what it comes down to. I mean it's something that he can't ignore, but also he's not going to place blame. You notice he didn't place blame anywhere. By the way, yes, he but, did. He did not, and he was also asked about that juggling touchdown catch too. Did you see? No. Yep. Yeah, 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 I did. No, yeah, no, no, he was very no, diplomatic no. about that as well. Yes. So, but at the he end saw of the day, what we he, saw. He didn't place any blame at anybody's feet. But at the same time, he's going to let you know that you can't ignore that it did have an effect on what was going on Correct. and what he was trying to build. Sorry, right. not sorry. Right. All right. Uh, let's move on. To, right. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, let's move on to BC. The all-time series between Syracuse and Boston College sits at 32-22 and 22 in favor of the Orange. Syracuse is on a one-game win streak, if you want to call it that. Taking five of the last nine. The teams first met in 1922, I believe, or 24. Syracuse... I should know that part. Uh, Syracuse would uh, shut out the Golden Eagles 10 to nothing. Coach Chick Meehan, you know, old Coach Chick, 
was at oh, the yeah. helm back in those days. Uh, last year's 21 to 6 win, kind of a weird one. The Orange scored all of their points in the third quarter. Schrader, 5 for 14 for 65 yards and 78 yards rushing, uh, with touchdown rushing. Tucker with 207 yards rushing on 26 carries and a touchdown. Uh, so listen, BC is dead, dead last. They're 131st in rushing offense, averaging 61 yards a game right now. I, I, I refreshed my screen uh, when I looked this up, and it was still the same. So Syracuse is allowing 155 right now rushing yards per game. However, they're 48th in um, passing offense, Boston College that is, um, with 247 yards a game. So um, before pumbled, getting pumbled by Notre Dame and beating NC State, 21 to 20 Boston college lost four in a row to Clemson, Wake Forest, UConn and Duke. Okay. Uh, the three wins so far on the season, uh, NC state, as I mentioned, Maine and Louisville, uh, it's still kind of up in the air too, right now, I guess, to who, uh, Boston college is going to start at quarterback come this Saturday. So going into the Notre Dame game, Jeff Halfley stated that, uh, Dracovic would, uh, Jerkovic, Jerkovic would, would, would start when he's healthy. So obviously keeping the, the cards close to the chest, he didn't play against Notre Dame. We all know that, um, he's nursing a knee, a knee injury and an apparent, um, he's apparently in uh, concussion protocol as well. So that's the big question for me. Now, both of them have their both of them have their ups and their downs, but it's, it's tough for Syracuse to sit here and have to possibly game plan for two quarterbacks. So, as I mentioned, the Russian attack isn't that impressive. Um, Pat Garwo the third is leading the Golden Eagles with Russian so far this year with 320 yards on the year, um, and he's averaging three yards per carry. So, Joe, um, the quarterback situation, unless something new came out within the last couple of hours, which I did not see. Uh, no. that's going to be something that's going to be up in the air. We don't really know what we're going to get there. Um, you know, they, Boston college last, last, um, game against Notre Dame, not that impressive through the air. And I think three interceptions. Uh, so when they can get Dracovic in, you know, bet your sweet Bippy, I think they're, they're going to, but like Halfley said, it's not going to happen until he's healthy. So, um, Moorhead's the has been the guy at the helm here lately, and you know he's averaging. I mean, look, it's not terrible, but it's not great. But he, they, both of these guys get sacked a ton, which which just goes to show why they're terrible in rushing offense. Because apparently they're dealing with some of the same plagues that that we're kind of dealing with yeah, on the are. offensive front, offensive yep. line front. So. Joe. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, Jeff Halfley was pretty, pretty adamant about, you know, the injury. You know, he came out and he, he spoke injuries in his um, his pregame presser uh, today. And, you know, they're yeah, absolutely going through the same thing, like you said. Um, now, Moorhead, before, uh, before Notre Dame, when he started against Duke and NC State, he threw for 330 yards against them. Um, so... It brought a different kind of um, offense, uh, but yeah, like you said, I think they have an issue with their offensive line. They're not a great rushing attack. Um, they do get sacked, and even when you look at their statistics um, between Jerkovic and um, Moorhead, I mean, you're talking combined, they have 19 touchdowns and 14 interceptions. 
So they turn the ball over. Um, and, you know, last week, Jerkovic. 43 he put sacks up, on the year for both quarterbacks. Wow. And Jerk, yep. And Jerkovic, he, uh, he threw a tweet out there because he initially, you know, went to Notre Dame, transferred from Notre Dame to Boston College, and he wanted to play in the game last week. And in his tweet, he, was, he basically came out and said that he's currently recovering from a diagnosed concussion, a broken rib, and a sprained MTL. Okay. So well, and he said like he was that they were out, but um, you know I I would say that you know hearing that it's most likely probably not going to play. It's probably going to be Moorhead. So um, you know I think realistically it's just what do we what do we have? What's what's left in the tank? You know where's Mikael Jones? Um, did Schrader mm-hmm. have you know a, a relapse in his in his ankle, or is he going to be a little bit better? I, um, I feel like I feel like Schrader is going to be good. He threw for the most yards in his career. Against Wake Forest, he did. He did, and you know Boston College has played some games where they've, their defense has kept them in it. But for the most part, I mean, they've given up a lot of points. And you know, I still think that you know, seeing our offense last week, I think that our offense can can improve or at least you know duplicate what they did last week against this defense. Um, but really, really, what worries me is just obviously, you know, a seven thirty kickoff at night outside in Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the fact that you know they do have an NFL receiver in Zay Flowers that has 70 yeah. catches for 967 yards and 10 touchdowns, um, so he is definitely a threat. Um, and then you know, do they put something together with it? I mean, do they figure something out with their offensive line against our three-three-five and see something that maybe in tape where they can put because Garbo is he's a, he's a big boy, so you know, can they scheme something offensively to maybe help? their rushing game help their whole offense um and the fact that it's it's a senior senior day senior night and um they are playing for really nothing other than to ruin our day and realistically i think that i think it's a situation where if nc state beats north carolina and we lose to boston college then we finish last in the atlantic um, but they're not going to get a bowl game they're three and eight and um yeah, I, I fully expect a win. It's just more or less. Well, um, um, you know, are they gonna are they gonna do some things that they haven't shown? Are they gonna just you know? I mean, they have nothing to lose, and when you're playing a team at home, nothing to lose outside. Probably gonna be cold. It's, it's gonna be very similar, there. very similar to what it was at Wake Forest. So it's yeah. a low of forty three from what I saw. So it's gonna be very close. It's not well. Gr- our offense got to show up. I'll tell you that. Offense got, I mean, I think everybody's got to show up, but you know, I would, you know, you want to smell the blood in the water if you're Boston College and say, you know what, let's, let's, you know, use Garwo as much as possible. And obviously, Zay Flowers is going to be dynamite as he always is, but you got to get the ball to him too, first of all. And And if you don't have the time to do it, then that's a problem. So if I'm Syracuse, I'm scheming for pressure, pressure, pressure relentlessly. And if I'm Boston College, I mean, I'm going to try to pound the rock. And it's going to be the same thing, different team. And it's yeah. just it just comes down to how successful can Boston College be at it. And, you know, how healthy prob- is our defense? How healthy is the defense? And, you know, like you said, Michael Jones, huge. Harpy did the defense. Harpy did, Harpy did the team out there. Back. That's right. Well, I gonna... I would th- I would think that Jihad Carter is going to be back just because he was he was like want right, you could just right. tell he was wanting yeah. to go against yeah. Wake Forest. So uh, yeah, I mean you know we'll get into predictions here in a in a minute, but um, you know it's going to be ser- very similar. I think uh, game plan wise, how do you not game plan to just pound the rock against Syracuse? 
And if you're Syracuse, how do you not just want to just bring pressure and take advantage of the fact that have to. these guys have are, to. are easy to get to? The worst offensive line that we've played since September. Right. You know, and then and to bring up months, that's another reason to be nervous is the fact that it's just it's a game in November. Still, it's been 12 of them. That's just saying. I know. It's terrible. Um, okay. Look, it's time to get to some fan feedback. So we are going to do basketball fan feedback and predictions right now. It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the loud house. All right, you guys know what to do at the end of every show. We ask for your thoughts on, well, not the end of every show. At the end of every game, we ask for your thoughts. I'm doing three things at once right now. At the end of every game, we ask for your thoughts. Also, we also ask for your predictions on every upcoming football game. And we give those to you, or you give those to us as well. And we talk about them here. Um, So let's do it right now. Um, All right. Joe, help me out here. There we go. No, right. we'll not. Now, now we're now we're cooking. With Welcome, Chris boys. At least Welcome I think. Welcome everybody Water in boy. the Tyler. What's up, Tyler? Welcome everybody in the Captain Patrick green room. If you have I not, I didn't eat that hot dog. By the way, down. Sean's son did. Uh, actually, I don't think it was his, but he <laughs> he does. In 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 the in the, in the cat's out of the bag. So yeah. <laughs> The kid puts ketchup on uh, Gianelli sausage too. I'm ashamed to say. Don't know. Don't know why. Tried to talk him out of it. So look, <laughs> look. I never said I was proud of him. Okay. Oh come on. <laughs> just playing. I'm just playing. Uh, so Lord. Um, Tyler. Tyler's in the green room. Hello, Tyler. Um, let's just make sure that this is working correctly, and I believe it is. So, uh, come on, that's we'll not just, like us. We'll just we usually just wait to the end and see, right? Screw uh, it. It's been, of course, it's like one of those. It's one of those times when, um, the, my computer is moving really slow, and it never does that. So, um, we shall move on. It, the show must go on. All right. First, we are going to talk about Richmond. Okay, we're going to talk about the overtime win over Richmond. And uh, we wanted to get your guys' thoughts on that. We're going to do... I have not looked at these, as always, as of recent. And we're just going to wing it. Because how else would you do it? Hey, look, big win. ESPN2. We were on primetime. People saw us. I was shocked it was on ESPN2. And because of what we're dealing with right now, I was hoping for once it was going to be a game I could stream and test this thing out. So... Uh, unfortunately, that's not that's not how it happened. So uh, let's go, shall we? Yes, we shall. All right. Uh, let's see here. Let's go to the book of faces first. Let's see. Says there's an error in the green room. Try try again because there's people in there. Tony. Uh, Nate. Looked better than the last two. Everything is still a work in progress. Take the W. Keep working. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what we talked about. You, you gotta, you gotta take what you can get when you can get it, and you know, obviously, this thing is not going to come together fast enough, and for us fans, 
and obviously, definitely he's not coming together fast enough for coach. So I feel like his expectations. He always talks. Like I that, know, though. but he's getting. He's it's such like a curmudgeon. Players. I, like I'm just. Oh, I know. Just keep trying. Yeah, I'm totally with you. Uh, so never satisfied. Never satisfied, Robert. Uh, type of game you can build on. Yes, and let's get that on the screen. There it is. Uh, maybe I should just watch the screen. Dave, defense looked more active. Mintz is a stud. Bell stepped up. Uh, need to hit the boards. Boom, right there. That's um, yeah. good win for a young team. Yeah, got to hit the boards. Forty-four to twenty-seven is not going to get it done. Us not having the forty-four. Yeah, okay. well, I mean, we spoke on that earlier too, right? Uh, you saw in the second half, especially later, last seven, eight minutes, that defense really, I mean, the amount of shot, shot clock violations, bad shots, uh, they stepped up. You saw them learn how to, you know, adjust their two, three zones of the team they're playing. Um, and to come back behind and go into overtime and win an overtime game um, for a young team trying to figure it all out, I think those are all positive things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, it was a scrimmage, a dangerous scrimmage, but a scrimmage. Um, let's see. And it counts. Scrimmages it, usually don't count. Yeah, no well, that's very true. Um, let's see here. Uh, Steve, Joe Girard is still making some questionable shot selections. Rebounding, doesn't any coach teach rebounding? Don't rebound, won't go far. Look, uh, Joe was hot in the, in the first half complain. there. 31 and, points. And- it's hard to complain, but twelve we will. to twenty-four. I'm not going to complain. I know it's fifty percent. I know. It, it, sometimes with <laughs> Joe, though, people have a short leash on Joe because of just the history of some of the things that you know he's he's done. So um, that's him, though. I know that's him. But the thing is, is that you do like what you, we say with Schrader. Like you kind of got to take the good kinda, with the bad. Kind of, right? but kind of, but Joe no Joe should know by now, and I think that is a legitimate um, critique of Joe. Dude, but he's not, not, going anywhere, not man. I understand that, and not not when we are talking about you know scoring as many points as we scored, or <laughs> scoring as many points as he scored too. Um, you know, thirty one uh, career high for him, and I don't know how you can be, but so upset about that. So you know, right? Exactly. Let's see, Stephen. Uh, he says, "Woo!" He says, "Woo." Great defensive stops at the end. Jesse really needs to be on the court. Really need a more consistent scoring option besides Joe Girard. Judah brings the energy, and it's going to be fun to see him get better. So, um, yeah, yes, uh, the, that's the, not going to be every the, game. The, no, but the defensive stops at the end were obviously the 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 key to the win. And when you talk yeah. about the sequence, and we talked about on the front end of the show, which you don't get to see live or hear live. We talked about the effort from Jesse Edwards just all over the place and making that huge block at the end. Now he blocked it into a three-point shooter, but he missed. So that's yeah, true. There's that. But I mean, look, look they're gonna they're gonna complain about. It. At the end of the day, uh, Jesse's not gonna be in foul trouble every game. We hope. Knock on wood. Right. But it, I mean, we had some guys come in. They played D. We. Somebody needed to step up on offense, and, and Joe did. So um, Joe's the reason why uh, we were still leading at halftime, even though Jesse Edwards sat like the last 10 minutes. So um, I think we can kind of give him a break on some of the bad shots. Yeah, it says we're having buffering issues. Yeah, I see it. I definitely see it on Facebook. So um, we'll have to work those bugs out. I don't know what to tell you. 
I wish uh, that wasn't the case. Um, so, anyways, let's see. Uh, and, and it may not be Facebook. It may be me, which would be, honestly, would be a little bit of a shock seeing that I've never had this issue with, um, but maybe it just takes more to stream to Facebook than what I was doing with YouTube. That's a possibility, too. Uh, top fan Alex on <laughs> Facebook. Great win. We have to clean up a few things, which is expected this early. Um, one worry would be getting out rebounded 45 to 27. We will get better as it goes. Yeah, I mean, that's a, a huge one. Obviously, um, we kind of hit on that, and it is what it is. So keep going here. Top fan, Zach. Oh boy, Zach, I face up. I like the lineup with Taylor Hima in there. Uh, they look good on defense. This team is going to be more fun as the season goes off, uh, goes on. You know, I wasn't, I was expecting more from Justin uh, Taylor, to be honest with you. Um, I didn't like his play that much. I, I, didn't ha- I don't have m- much good to say about what he did last night. I'm not saying he can't or won't in the future, no. but. Um, Chris Bell hit shots. Chris Bell made it hard for Coach to take him out of the game. So, yeah, uh, like I said I mean, earlier in earlier in the podcast, Chris Bell he played his best game, um, you know, in a Syracuse uniform against the Richmond team, which is probably our best competition thus far. And um, you know, I think he took a little bit of a stronghold of, of that position. Um, obviously, he's going to start tonight, and you know, let's see what happens. Um, and if he regresses and somebody else comes in and, you know, I mean, that's, it's still open. This is, this is the, what the non-conference is all about. So it's still open. Just glad we got a dub. Yeah. Um, and that's what it comes down to. And, and if, you know, if that's what they're all going to look like and they're going to be W's, well, what the hell? Right. <laughs> it's going to suck. I think some of us are going to need medication, but, um, <laughs> besides that, I think it's I think it's good, but um, you it's know, hard to have certain expectations for freshmen too. You know, it um, is because you just don't know where they're highlights. at. Highlights always look good. You know, you're, they're not all going to play, uh, so you got to see what they do when they get in action against good competition, and um, then obviously how they how they react to that, and some react better than others. Yeah. So um, let's see here. Let's continue. Let's do a couple more from Facebook. Let's go. Let's go to. Let's see this one. I'm not proofreading these either, guys. So they may or may not be relevant to some extent. Um, Brian, I'm happy considering the newness and not having Jesse 14 minutes of the first half will improve, but hopefully in time for Illy and Illinois and Notre Dame can lose one more before the new year. Before New Year, before ACC gauntlet. You got it, Mintz, bud. Mintz is you. great. JG3 in the right spot. Bell showed what Jim Beheim sees and hopefully grows. Can't give up rebounds like that. Four clock violations caused by the defense. Yeah, we talked about the clock violations, and um, I was actually pretty impressed with that as I was watching it. And um, I think, not for anything, there was too late. In the in regulation, um, which were key to, to no, I mean, we held them later get, in the game, and like yeah. I said, that it, it reminded me of a of a a team that kind of knew what they were doing because you saw in the beginning of the game, Richmond struggled against our two three zone. Then it looked like they kind of started figuring it out, and again we adjusted, and the team adjusted, and, and our defense is the reason why we won that game, no doubt about it. Um, getting the blocks and the steals that we got, that's I mean the turnover margin is what made up for the rebound margin, and that was why we got to get into overtime. 
Yeah. Uh, let's check out a couple more from Facebook. Top fan Michael on Facebook. I see Michael in the green room, by the way, right now. Wow. Just for so 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 uh, we got okay. Well, look, we got Magic Mike. He's up in the green room. Okay, and we've got uh, Facebook Mike up in the green room. Now what? Now what? Uh, buy, sell, or hold. Uh-oh. I wasn't ready for this. Judah is the best recruit or pl- slash player on the Q's team since joining the ACC, Joe. Uh, look. Hmm. That's, that, that's going to have to jog some memories, really? first of all. Uh, but but Wasn't Tyler on his first year ACC? Like I said, that's going to jog some memories. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not sure. Mike, I love it. I do. I love it. And recency bias would tell me to buy that all day, but I would have to hold. I would have to go back. And had I been a little bit smarter about this whole thing, I would probably have done my research and um, and and looked at maybe who had been coming in and since then. So, ah, I uh, mean, it's tough because I don't know. I mean, Ennis was good. Ennis was good. Yes, true. But Judah's been good too. He's not. I mean, he's he's so easy to like. He, he's, he's come out of player. the cannon, though. He makes, like you said earlier, he makes everything look so so easy, except for like what I said, landing on his feet. He just he hits the ground so much. I just hope that that doesn't turn into an injury at some point. But I mean, that steal in that dunk last night, that block, that block yeah, the block had, and the steal. I those, mean, I know that. What's up? The block and the steal. No, he had a steal for a dunk, but then yeah. he also had a, a guy. Um, on Richmond had a fast break and he ran him down and he blocked it off the backboard. I think it ended up turning into a three point play um, or a three point shot that they that Richmond made. But I mean, he's had a couple from behind the back um, blocks. So um, that kid, he's got energy. He's athletic, um, sneaky, sneaky, quick. So very, um, very sneaky, sir. He is. Very. He is. Um, so yeah, um, let's continue. Let's see. Let's see. Let's do. Um, let's do one more here on on Facebook. Um, Nadal, top fan. <laughs> haven't speaking of mints, haven't seen someone attack the basket like mints since battle. Yeah, I mean, like you said, he he he's he's not afraid to uh, he's not afraid to put his body in harm's way. To he sacrifices his, himself constantly to make plays. And um, I mean, what more could you ask for in a teammate? I mean, let's be honest, right? So. Um, it's excellent, and um, I'm gonna have to reposition this. Let's see. Hold on a second. So, got, FYI, by the way, yes, uh, halftime. Richmond is leading Temple, twenty-seven to twenty-one. Temple, not a bad team either. I mean, no. not terrible. I mean, they're not undefeated. They're always like usually Johns, pretty tough. Yeah. Well, you know. So is Richmond. I mean, these are teams that, are, that aren't. They're not mid-major type teams. These are teams that that make the tournament. You wouldn't be surprised. Right. Um, at Oil Cuse, I'm going to, you know what? <laughs> it's not official because it's Twitter, but that's our guy right there. A win is a win. Happy for the win. Great offensive game by Joe, but man, his defense is bad. Here's a joke. What's the difference between Joe Girard playing defense and a poopy flavored lollipop? Oh God. Here we go. Oh boy. Any guesses, Joe? No, I'm not guessing that. No, I'm going to leave that alone. Look, I'm just reading what's up there. It said nothing. Both are worthless. But Okay. 
So that's uh, you're supposed. To- <laughs> <laughs> Lord, he doesn't play. And I mean, I don't know. What? Say it. Say it. He doesn't play what? I mean, he's experienced. I'm not. I don't know. Beheim, he. We've Beheim always joked to Joe's defense, bro. It's okay. It's fine. Well, I mean, we know that, you know, Beheim will. When, when you're that good at offense, you know, we know that he will. But when when Beheim was talking, he was talking about, you know, uh, the forwards getting out to the shooters and getting rebounds as well. So, well, Chris Bell and Benny only had like, what, two or three rebounds combined? Four? Uh, four. Maybe. Four. Yeah, that's not good for you know forwards that played thirty five minutes. It's very bad. It's not, <clears throat> not when you lose the rebound battle by seventeen either. So yeah, it's the opposite of good. No, so. I mean it just seems like they're kind of stuck somewhere in the middle. If they're not getting rebounds and they're not getting after the three point shooter, then what are they doing? True that. True that. Um, let's just see. Think. Oh, by the way, um, Anthony Quigley entered the transfer portal. I, t- I totally forgot to mention that. Saw that coming. Yeah. I mean, wish him all the luck. His mom's, yeah, his mom's a sweetheart on Twitter, by the way. Um, okay. Huge fan. Huge Orange fan. All right. Let's continue with the Twitter. All right. And then we will, we will, we will move to predictions. Oh, boy. I, I don't know. If I, I, I haven't proofread this since Q's Water Boy. Um, oh, no. At Damon92543145 says, I want... I find it hard to believe that just Damon is D A Y M A N is taken nine million For times. That. But <laughs> okay, uh, I watched the nineteen ninety one game. It wasn't revenge I wanted, but it was a win. He's and then Tony replies: Since Sean from Cusimilitia struggles with pop culture reference, I won't go all Nightman on you and pay the toll to get inside that boy's hole. I look. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. What that that's means, you, Joe? Do you? Oh, dude, he he was talking to you, not me. D- Joe, so, that's all you, buddy. All I can tell you is just that I <laughs> I looked it up and the <laughs> Richmond beating Syracuse in '91 was the first 15 yeah, seed to beat the two seed. So yeah, yeah, not great, Bob. Only happened ten times. It only happened ten times. We were the first. That's not great. Yep. That's not no. great. But it has happened to Duke. Thank you, CJ McComb. Um, also, n- still not a one in a sixteen. Uh, that's a lie. UMBC beat Virginia. That, a no, that's years what I'm ago. saying. That's not that. It's not that level. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I mean, yeah, it could be worse. Yes, right. 100%. It could be worse. Exactly. Um, let's see here. Let's get this into the picture. Here. Could be that first. At Doug Funny, like the name. You spell it right. At Doug Funny. Um, five. Spell it like an American. Damn it. S-H-A-W-N. Joe played great in the first. Seemed it... Hey, look, I'm just saying. Seemed to let it come to him. Second half, he reverted back to his high school ball, chucking ill-advised threes that almost cost us uh, at the... Almost cost us at the end of the game. He needs to stop choking, chucking 30-footers with a hand in his face. Bell finally... Bell finally got going. Great to see. Well, if you ask Coach, Bell did not get going anywhere except for. I mean, he hit some pretty. He did. Key he shots. hit some I mean, great didn't he, jump didn't shots. Didn't he hit his first th- three threes? He, 
Did he? Yeah, and then he, he hit it. I know. I, I mean, know he, he hit. hit. He went three of five from the three point line. He ended up with eleven points, and he hit that mid range jumper in overtime. That was pretty big. Yeah. So he hit some big shots. That's what kept him in the game. Um, you know, Beheim can talk about his defense, but if it was that bad, or if he thought somebody else had a better chance of scoring or doing what he was doing, then he would have taken him out. So right. again, I think it's just a motivation move. I do too. Um, so you know, look for. Bell to get better. Chris Bell to, yeah, I mean, definitely, (laughs) obviously, hopefully take more of, you know, a hold of that position. I mean, we've seen different players in there. And we spoke about how Copeland and and Taylor and him all had. Copeland didn't even hit the floor, right? No, he didn't even play. He didn't even play. Samir Torrance only played 10 minutes. Now, what do you you make of that? Because, you know, in the past couple games, looking for Samir to to do the Samir-type things. You know, tough, and, and it just hasn't it hasn't um, it hasn't happened. Well, we talked about it, right? Um, we have a lineup to where we could play three yards if we wanted to go man, if we were in that position. But and that's where he would thrive, hundred percent. But if we're gonna play the two three zone, he's just too small to play in the wing. And when Joe's shooting like that, and Judah, I mean, how, how how many minutes are you gonna take away from Judah and Joe when they're playing like that? It's 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 a tough situation that he's in because he's definitely good enough to play. He has Beheim's trust to play, but again, when Judah and Joe are playing that good, oh what do you gosh. what do you do? Um, yeah, you know, I get it. There's just gonna be games like this, and there's gonna be games where Joe craps the bet. He's not hitting anything, and he's not playing good D because all of a sudden he's in his head. And now his offense transfers to his defense, and you'll probably see Samir and Judah out there. Right. Um, let's go back to Twitter real quick here. Let's see. Um, where was I? I don't know. At Tyndall Dave. That was a heck of a game. Richmond is going to be a player in the A-10 SU. Yeah, I mean, I thought they were good, right? I mean, it's not because we're that bad, right? Right? Right, guys? Uh, SU (laughs) has, has a ways to go. To contend in the ACC, Joe was out out of gas, and Jesse stayed home. I, I'm not I'm not quite sure about the what Jesse stay home references, but um, you know when you get in early foul trouble, I'm not sure. You know, especially two. What was it? Two in like? I mean, it was real quick. It was quick. It was it was quick enough to. And then everything was get working. yanked. Defense was playing all right. Hema did okay as far as defense goes. He had two blocks, and Joe wasn't missing. So, um, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. We were leading and let Jesse kind of sit on, you know, the fouls and come back in the second half and still have all the fouls. You know, there's no reason to have him come in and chance getting his third foul in the first half, not really knowing where that where that game's going to go. So. You know, ride Joe and do what works. Really, realistically, I mean that's that's it makes sense to me. Right. It all made sense to me. I get it. Um, let's head back over to Twitter and wrap this thing up with at B Straight Twenty Two. They look significantly better than any game they've played so far. Zone defending the three obviously still a problem, and not sure that will ever go away. Liked what I saw from Bell. So. That I mean, I think um, an obvious, an obvious issue there would have to be um, 
the being able to shoot the threes constantly on on Syracuse, par for the course. It's frustrating. Um, you know, they've tried the man-to-man stuff, and we saw it. And, you know, Coach has also done that stuff purposefully to basically almost have an in-your-face type type thing, right? So, um, yeah. Give his players a chance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Give his players a chance, see what they can do, and, and um, you know, show everybody else, you know, sometimes why they don't do it. Hey, let's. This is a, a long-time listener here, Nadal. Unmute yourself and and, uh, and say your piece, or forever hold yourself, buddy. You there? Oh, is he gone? No, he's up there. Unmute. You got to unmute yourself. First time in the green room. You can't. You can't be too hard on him. Okay, we'll wait for him to figure that out. I think um, what we will do. So we'll wait for Nadal here, but what we're going to do is I'm going to switch gears here. Any final thoughts, Joe, on the, uh, let's see, Mike, Magic Mike, I saw Joe eat a hot dog with ketchup in person, by the way. Thank you, That's the Michael. Lie. Thank you. That's a lie. That's facts. You wouldn't say that under oath. <laughs> Promise. That's facts, dude. And you know what? I, no, no, what I said was facts, I, too. I appreciate it. it. You two are obnoxious together, by the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> Like the same oh, person. Oh my gosh! By the way, I was like, I was, hey. I was, I was, Nadal, what's up, man? Hey, I. Sorry about that. It's all good, dude. Yeah, good, when, bud? when when you when you come in, you gotta you gotta unmute yourself. So it's all good. What's your what's going on? What what's your what's your thoughts on the uh, on the basketball game? Oh, um, I I'm pumped. I think we're gonna do a good job on this one. Uh, yesterday, saw a lot out of mints that I would have. Um, love to have seen last year we uh, yeah we, we could have used it <laughs> for sure what <laughs> what what about um what about the development just in general of the team about what you expected or you you think uh should have been further along do you as far as even benny goes which i've mentioned and do you think it gets fixed before there's an early conference game against Notre Dame December 3rd. So, you know, after we play St. John's, we got Bryant and then Illinois yeah. and then right into Notre Dame. And, um, you know, that's a, there's a lot of things that bother me that I think need to be fixed before we even think about going in beating a Notre Dame. It's tough because I don't know if we talk about defense or offense here. Like last year, we had so many players that could score and, and a lot of scoring too, like Buddy – was amazing at that. Um, the other Bayheim ought would be incredible sometimes. Like against Duke, he killed it. But if we're talking defense, they have the chance to get better. Whereas last year, I don't think they had that opportunity. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm right there with you. I think the ceiling is way higher on this team than it was last year, without a doubt. And Judah Mitz on top of that 2-3 zone and how he handles the offense. I mean, we definitely could have used that guy last year for sure. Would you rather have Mints on last year's team, or would you rather have Buddy on this year's team? Oh, wow. Mints on last year's team. Yeah, I feel like that would have made the bigger difference. That would have made the oh, bigger difference, know. but I'll take Mints this year also. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll take him too. It was, it was, looking, pretty, it was looking pretty sad, because I was trying to like figure out which games I wanted to go to for this year. I live in upstate New York, so um, it's like a two-hour drive from... 
where I work to uh, Syracuse, I was like, which games am I going to? And nothing looked good because all the good games were going to decimate in without a player like Mitz. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to think too, by the time this thing gets to conference play, and we talk about this, this is like, this is cyclical. This isn't something that's like oh, a big no, shock. Or, baby years. We're in the baby years right now of this season. Yeah, we're still on milk. We're not eating anything solid yet. So, uh, you know, we're still on the teat, uh, just sucking away. But, you know, it's just par for the course. It's not something that surprises me. It's always my it's always my preface to the basketball season. And, and, you know, the fact that they're going to start, not only are they going to start games slow, not only are they going to struggle in non-conference games early, but just the team in general is going to take a while to come together. No, and we're talking about an extremely young team. So uh, how, 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 Joe, wh- or either one of you at all, how, how long ago has it been since we had a team this young? I mean, can you think of one other than like when we were kids? Joe? With this much turnaround? Yeah. yeah. No. No, I can't think of one either. I mean, talking 80s, right? Wasn't Billy Owens, Derek Coleman, and... I mean, dude, I mean well, there's a lot, dude. There's yeah, a lot. I, know. I, know. I mean, the whole thing, though, like you said, is, is that it's, it's not... Especially basketball, you can't overreact. Um, you know, it's it's a situation where your team that you have in November is not going to be the same team you have in January. Uh, you just hope that you don't dig yourself a big enough hole to where you can't get out of, which last year we didn't. But yeah. to Nadal's point, we didn't really have a, a great ceiling. Once we got good, we That's had true. a good floor. But you like know, you know, we I didn't mean, hit shots. We lost. Um, who, who, do you guys, who do you guys think is going to be the that next scorer that's going to develop over the next couple of games? Besides, I mean, besides Bell the is going to be Williams or someone else going to come out. I think it's got to be it's going to be Bell and like J- Joe's Joe's a big fan of Malik Brown. I mean. Um, but uh, I think Bell. I think Bell. I think well. I think Bell right now is on the trajectory for it. Uh, I would have. I would have expected Benny by now to 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 kind of be there. But I mean, I guess. See, I'm along the lines of Judah and Joe and Jesse are enough, and that they're going to get you and enough you just as need long to as play defense. The players around them play their right. roles and get their onesie right. twosie layups and dunks and stuff like that. True. Yeah. Right now, I don't think we. I, think I don't think we need another score to emerge to where. He's taking 10 shots a game. I think we got our three, and we need no. the rest of the players to have roles around us. Yeah. I mean, I think you said it last year. You said that, you know, when we were playing like Virginia, when we were, when we were, or playing against them, you know, 60 points would win you the game. Yeah, the defense. Yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. Nadal, thank you, dude. I appreciate you. Thanks for a long time coming. Yeah, it was a long time coming. Thanks for finally getting in the green room, buddy. We appreciate it, bud. It's your fault, by the way, that I watched football this year. Thank you guys. So thank you for that. So well, perfect. I'm sure you were pretty happy the first six weeks. (laughs) No, it was cool. It was great. I was like, oh, football. This is a big. Yeah, it's a thing. Well, hopefully, we can sneak out two more. Sneak out two more. Um, I can't thank you enough for for you listening and and participating in fan feedback all the time, man. Um, Really appreciate it. Thoughtful as always, and uh, you take care. Don't let this be your last time, all right? (laughs) It won't be. It won't Uh, be. All right, bud. Later. Um, Yeah, cool guy. Uh, He's been listening and participating in fan feedback for a minute. Always has great points. Questions. Yep. Um, All right. What else we got going on here? Are you paying any attention to the the Spotify Live green room, Joe? Yeah, I am. I am. Okay. Yeah. First time for everything. Um, Oh. Let's... 
let's do you know facebook is i'm going to have to work the bugs out of this thing man it is not great and i i can't tell you why what wait because it's facebook sean we already know this i'm just gonna go back to youtube if this is how it's gonna be because everything else works fine my skype's working fine with you um, my computer I thought was screwing up, but I've been complaining about my mouse here for a little bit. And um, did you call IT? Uh, I'm IT, unfortunately. No, uh, I thought that was your wife. That's... No, 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 oh. no. She just does my picks for me. Uh, oh, okay. Speaking of picks, let's do some picks. We don't have to listen. Listen, let's see. Is Kevin Patrick still in here? He's not. Let's let's do his real quick. Okay, let's see if we can get this up here. Um, at oil he's, buying a, he's buying a sofa. Is he? He had to leave? Nah, something like that. This guy. Uh, at oil cues, 30 to 9. Assuming we can stop the run, SU goes 7 to 5 in the regular season. That was my early season prediction. Then they go on to win. Oh, the good fen- for you. <laughs> then they go on to win. Oh, yeah. good for you. And how was it? It was great. Uh, then they go on to win the Fenway Bowl against some joker, nasty-ass team like Memphis. Uh, even though I'd love for Cuse to go to Gaspar- Gasparilla Bowl in Tampa against yep. Buffalo, uh, tailgating in Tampa would be fire. So, yes, uh, yep. he's he's a big fan of the, 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 the nicer weather, and I can't blame him dude, for that. Yeah, I dude, think, I wouldn't right? go to, you know? I'm not going to Boston either. Sorry. So my plan is to eventually hit. To by the way, just to we're reading the we're reading the comment. Might as well talk about it real quick. Assuming they can stop the run, well, that's the big question, right? So, I mean, you know, I hope what run. That's the thing. What run? They they can't. Boston it's going to be. They like stink. The rushing, it's the right. worst rushing in D one. Yeah. Li- literally I mean, dead take last. Take away Zay Flowers, and this is. Our best matchup, which I mean, obviously they're the worst team, so we just can't they got beat by up. UConn. I was going to say they're worse than UConn. Well, they might be. They got UConn beat them. UConn's going to a bowl. So yeah, true. They are. Yeah. They are worse. So they lost thirteen to three. UConn held anyway, them three points. And it don't sound like Jerkovic's going to be in after what Joe uh, explained to us uh, on the some of the front end. Of I mean, I don't stuff. know how far along he is, but I mean, a broken rib, a diagnosed concussion, and a sprained, a sprained MCL, MCL all at the same time does not that sound sounds like a like cup of tea. Yeah, <laughs> Hell no. I don't know. Surprise coach didn't get asked about any of the, you know, the Michael injury or any of the offensive lineman injuries. Now we know that some of the offensive lineman injuries. I know, but you got to tap it and see what happens. Um, You know, the offensive line injuries, I know some of those were not really injuries. I think maybe one or two were. Were, were sickness now hope yeah, that doesn't rumors spread of sickness, right? right rumors yeah. of sickness now you don't want that to to spread that's a problem so well no you don't want the sickness to spread of course haven't you learned anything down from with COVID? The sickness. not down with the sickness okay, okay? Well, look i'm just saying at the end of the day why would you say an in practice injury if it was a sickness? like why can't you come out and just say that they got sick yeah i don't know i don't know i don't have to tell you all right Wish I had an answer for you. Just throwing it out there. Not coach. He's very tight-lipped with those things. Um, at no Blanchard 44, Cuse by a million. This BT, BC team is trash, and if we lose, Dino should be unemployed by Sunday. I hope we can win by at least 20. I'm thinking 38-10, he says. That's, and that's the thing right there. That is Elaborate. the biggest 
elaborate. If we lose the Boston, I mean, at least we've lost to good teams at this point. I mean, we've lost to good teams, and they're still calling for Dino's job because we've lost five in a row. If we lose, I still the think BC, it's easy to call for Dino's job. And and I still look. I I think it's easy. It's the same thing we always hear when there's a losing streak. Captain Patrick's back, um, and we and we are used to it. So it's like I'm not even phased by most of it. But yeah, I think. That's a legit point. If we're if we're gonna have an issue with Boston College and that's a loss, I mean that's a that's a problem. But what are we bringing there? I mean that has to be, play into this. <laughs> right. Exactly. I'm sorry. Right. It has it's to not, play into it. Yeah. Some people don't even care. Like it doesn't matter if we go there. Doesn't matter who we have. We lose whatever. And if we win, then guess what? It's no big deal. They're the worst team in the Atlantic. Yeah, they should have the won. Team in the ACC. Yeah, they should have. They should have won. won by more. Mm-hmm. We're in a lose-lose situation right here. We just need to go there, take care of business, and we need to rely on our offense, I think, a little bit more this game. And hopefully if they come out like Wake Forest, then we won't have a problem. But um, if Mikel's out and we come out and we start slow and we have one of those, uh, you know, Pittsburgh-Florida State games, then <laughs> could be uh, ugly. Yeah, well, Florida State game was the ugliest thing of the year so far, so... Not great. Just saying. Great team. Florida State's a good freaking team. They, they are. Ex- they're excellent. Their offense is like one of the best in the country. So kind of difficult team. About Can we not talk about it? We're not. Yeah, too soon. Sorry. Uh, at Cuse Waterboy. Syracuse 37, Boston College 17. Tucker with a big game, 150 plus and two touchdowns. Mob gets a couple key takeaways and SU writes the ship heading into the bowl game. I like that. I like it a lot. I do. I like it a lot. Um, let's see. And I'm just, I'm solely, if you see me skipping through on, on Facebook, it's because I'm looking for stuff with sentences. Um, at our Boris nine, I'm saying, I want to, I want an explanation or something. You want some meat on the bone? I want some meat on the bone. 37 to 14 Syracuse Tucker with a hundred plus Russian Schrader, 300 plus passing two weeks in a row. And the mob gets two turnovers. Now, the turnover thing is a possibility, and here's why. Because if (laughs) they've got – and I'm not even just talking about interceptions, man. They just got to pressure the hell. I don't care. Moorhead, Jerkovic. Did you say say 43 sacks? 45 altogether, I think, so Mm. far for the season for Boston College and the Mm. sack column. Letting them through. whole bunch of interceptions. Is there No matter who the quarterback it's um, 40, 43 sacks and 14 interceptions between two between the two quarterbacks that have played this year. So that's quite a bit. 43 times they've been sacked. <laughs> that's like going back like COVID DeVito years. Reading its heart. Michael, same team, bro. Same team. Come on. Oh, don't. No, stop it. Same team, bro. Um, let's do, let's do one more. Let's do, let's do another good prediction right here and see if, uh, see if I get this lined up correctly. Good enough. At David 7 W, Q's 41, Boston College 9, Schrader with over 20 completions, Sean with 100 yards on the ground, Gadsden will get involved and a bit of our defense will be much more locked down due to BC's offensive incompetence. Carter may... Or may not suplex someone again, but he definitely gets an interception. Was that Jihad Carter that did that? We I thought that was Elijah Clark. Okay, that's. I thought it was someone else too because I barely saw. I mean, Jihad Carter was barely in that game. I think he might have played a couple of snaps. Yeah, but that was just. 
either way, that was the call when you and I were going to get a beer that we we heard the penalty. Remember, I'm like, oh, it's a personal foul or something. Oh happened. yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. missed that. Yeah, we missed it live, but I saw it in a replay, which was it was a little much, but I'll yeah, take it. Yeah. I'll take I get it. it. Some frustrations, and just a little bit. Yeah. Par for the course. Yeah. Um, so what on that is? Yeah, okay. Well, you know what? Let's. What do we got on Facebook here? Let's let's take a look at Facebook. Hold it's on. not a lot. It's not a lot, right? So here's what happened to the Facebook, just so you guys know. Um, the stuff doesn't... Maybe that's what's going on in my freaking video, but I don't know. Um, and you so, got too much stuff loaded up? IT? No, I think, I think what's going on with Facebook is that this is a different account. It's not my regular account, and, it's, and I, don't have, I don't have an ESG score on here. So... It might be stifling my stuff because I'm not. I don't have any. I don't have any. Um, I don't have any points. What is an ESG score? Environmental, government, government, and shut up, shut huh? up. Never mind. Forget I. Forget I didn't. I forget I even asked. Environmental, you keep, nope, social, stop. and I governance. Stop. I said stop. It don't even make any sense. Go. It's the algorithm, bro. Why are we even on Facebook if you're talking I, about that stuff? I look. I don't know. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to make us. I'm just trying to make us more broadly. God, I'm, I'm so. Just trying to. I'm just trying to expand. Why did I even ask you that? Expand God. our um, our reach. That's fine. Because we get back to the game. Well, we went to the game and we realized people knew who we were and they knew who Q's militia was. But that's true. You know, they a lot of them just followed us on Facebook. The majority right. of them followed us on Facebook. We're like, well, what can we do with this Facebook thing? Well, let's try to live stream. <laughs> Terrible. It's not no. working. Very good. Look, I mean, there's not a lot of people that want to click on listening to an hour and a half of idiots talk. So I'm just that too. Speak for yourself. Um, I am. Let's. <laughs> uh, Johnny on Facebook. I think Hughes gets it done this week and gets back in the win column. Schrader had an off uh, had the offense looking closer to the product we saw in the early portion of the season. In pre-second half of the Clemson game, the offense was able to put up actual was able to put up points, actual touchdowns. That's right, and we talked about that on the board last week. De- yeah. Defense should still have enough with uh, or without Jones to be able to hold off BC 34-24, Joe. 34-24. Fair. Okay. Fair. Um, Dom, shout out to Dom. Um, he is at the hospital with his father-in-law, I believe, and... Dealing with some um, stuff. Dealing with some things. Prayers to your family, bub. Yep. Um, hope, we, hope we can pull through on that. So that brings us to this, Joe. Look, before you make your picks. By the way, by the way, hold on real quick. We gotta, just got to tell everybody exactly what's going on. Uh, exactly what's going on here. And, and that is that uh, Sean has pulled ahead of Joe in the prediction game. Um, now six and five. And it comes down to these last two. It comes down to the wire here. And yeah. next year we're gonna change the we're gonna change how this stuff is calculated to make it a little bit more competitive. A little bit more, let's say, not competitive, but um what do you want to say, Joe? A little bit more I mean that bit structure. At the end of the day we're basically more structured. like over unders, right? Yeah, yeah it's basically. It's gonna be a little bit more structured, a little bit yeah. more accurate at picking. Right. But um Exactly. Okay. But So remember right, when you came so you came to my house. We went and we, we went to the store, Wegmans, to get a whole bunch of you know food for the tailgate and for dinner on Friday and everything. Yeah. 
And, you know, I had that honest moment where, you know, I was set, I was, I was set back, stepped back. I was watching you and your son were, were um, standing next to each other. And I was looking and I said, remember, I said, Strong, I'm sorry. Like, you're not as short as I thought you were. Yes. Like, you're actually taller than what I thought you were, right? When I actually, like, tried to put perspective to it, you know? Um, Thanks, You remember Joe. when I said that, right? You, you taking it back? Well, so then we went tailgating the next day, and, and I Magic stood next Mike to Michael and everybody. Yeah, okay. and everyone okay. was there. And uh huh. Uh-huh. And I am as short as, as yes, you remember. You are. I'm sorry. You're I'm such sorry. a dick. It was like <laughs> short lived for like you know a day. I'll take it. No, yeah. And I was. I'm just doing I got. Did I mess with your pick a little bit? Did, so that's. Did I mention too you know, that I was in your head? I, I, I when when Mike came in, I was like, well, he's not as short as I thought he was. Unfortunately, I was really hoping to be way taller than this guy. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you were. Mike, we're you like, he might got me by a half inch, actually. See, but that's why you guys work so well together. That's why you guys ganged up with me is your little two Napoleon complexes running around trying to make fun oh, of people. Please. Oh, please. I couldn't care less. <laughs> so, I mean, and then even Mike looked at me and he's like, oh, you slimmed down. Like, I was like some fat ass at some point. Like, Come on, Mike. Um, I've been 200 for 10 years. Come on. You're 200. I'm disappointed. I am. Six foot 200. That's a lie. Um, Stop it. Stop. Here we go. You are trying to screw me up, bro. I don't even have anything yep. written down right now, by the way. But I'm going to. I'm going to go ahead. Um, he said your face looks fat. By the way, who's that? Magic Mike said your face looks fat. It's you're That's too. Cl- fine. You're too close to the camera. That's why. That's fine, Mike. People say. <laughs> um, all right. So, look, all of the things I've said previously to do with this game, and that is that we have offensive line issues. I expect people back. Boston College, on the other hand, their offensive line just is not good. They stink. Uh, they can't run the ball, but an average of 60 yards per game. They may break 100 against us if they just pound it and keep trying. You got Zay Flowers out there to to make some moves and keep everybody honest, right? Yep. But at the end of the day, I think it comes down to the pressure that we can get. And if we can get pressure on either one of these quarterbacks, I think it's going to be lights out. It's going to be game over. So I guess what I'm saying is, is that I think Syracuse is going to win this game. The, the question is the score. Because that's awfully tough. And both of us have really sucked quite bad, actually, at guessing the actual score. But with with what Garrett Schrader did last week, I think you, you at least gain a little bit of confidence. By the way, they took a couple steps ga- back it, 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 just before halftime and, and even the whole third quarter, where it just looked abysmal, right? Yeah. But they kind of did get they did write the trains back on the track a little bit offensively. I think and, it was just the half halftime adjustments. Uh, I mean, just Lake yeah. Forest made some halftime adjustments, yeah. and I think that they made some made second some, quarter adjustments. They made bro. some smarter plays. Yeah, they made second quarter adjustments, and, and and they were effective. And so, I think my point is is that um, we watched. Gare Trader in game get better after he started strong, kind of fumbled around a little bit, and get we heard Gare Trader in the the post game presser from on Sunday on the show here, 
and you know he's pretty quite honest about coming out in the second half um, faster and stronger. And I th- I think um, that's the mindset they use going forward. And this is blood in the water. I feel like for the Syracuse defense, and you know I think Michael Jones, if if he does or doesn't play, I feel like it's going to be this. You know, obviously it hurts, but if he plays and he's healthy, um, it could be a whole nother story. So I'm gonna say, and this is kind of. I'm going to say 31-17, Syracuse. Took my score, man. No, I didn't. I know. Um, I mean, I'm on the same page with you. Um, I think that there's some things that Boston College could come out and do that surprises them. Senior, like I said, senior night. Nothing to lose. Um, Zay Flowers is just, uh, to me personally, he's an NFL slot receiver. So um, at the end of the day, like he can make some big plays. Uh, he's the reason they beat NC State, obviously with the quarterback. So um, him alone with the defense stepping up, if we make some mistakes, can keep them in the game. But uh, you know, I do see that like when Schrader's healthy, we have our big three, and we're playing against a defense that's that's comparable to to a Boston College. We we score in the 30s, um, and you know, it's basically what are they going to score? Um, and I think they might get a little little scoring early, but I think once we um, calm it down and, and we stop them, I think that we will be all right. So I'm kind of right there with you, but I'm going to go a little bit higher. I'm going to go um, Syracuse 38 and um, Boston College. Uh, 20 38 to 20 okay all right well that's a good guess because um you would who would have guessed it was going to be 45 35 against wake forest right let's be honest not me 38 20 you said so here's something and to think about and i don't know if it matters at all but andre schmidt missing a couple field goals field goals that he would normally make is a little worrisome, but I don't think it's anything serious. But I would just point that out that, you know, he missed some 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 field goals that he would normally nail. And I don't know what that has to do with um, the weather. No, I think it was it's the tiniest bit windy, but not too bad. You know, he kicked into the wind at least on the forty two yarder. But any other get any other day he's he's nailing though so I no i know i just i think that there's any i think babers even talked about it too i think that there is like there's a big gap between there's a big difference between when he kicks outside and inside um yeah it's too bad though gotta be able to kick outside oh yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. so um all right that was fun that was long and fun look we're gonna be taking the thanksgiving break are okay? we okay we, yeah, we have to. Oh, we'll we got to go to Syracuse. We'll, yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back Sunday um, to do the post game for Boston College. Hopefully, I'll get all this crap figured out with Facebook. It's quite annoying. I'm a little disappointed, but anyways, we'll see what we can do. Uh, but appreciate all of you for tuning in. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace.